Hello friends, my name is Patrick Little and welcome to A Little History. In our first season titled A Mythology Apology. Each week I'll be bringing you stories from various mythologies and folklore from around the world. These stories can be some of the most iconic tales we've known and some of them are just really weird and obscure. So join me each week as I present this to you alongside a lot of shit talking, some weird segues and some weird silly sound effects. You're listening to A Little History. What's up, bitches? Who immediately made her their queen. As a cow? No, as a human. Unfortunately, he trips on a tangled root and kind of knocks himself out. <laughs> so he's a horse mechanic and he's a son of a god. He's a horse mechanic. I didn't need a freaking story about making pies, man. I know how to make a bloody pie. I'm Koshy the Deathless. <laughs> give me the fucking ball and I'm going to go down there and I'm going to give Gilgamesh a piece of my mind. Homeless Gandalf without a beard. I'm not going to help you at this point, but what you should do is you should leave your silver snuff box with us for us to remember you by. <laughs> silver snuff box. And she uh, she starts cursing Gilgamesh, being like, fuck you, Gilgamesh, piece of shit. So here heads back to Mycenae with Cassandra the concubine. <laughs> is that what she's known as? You had one job to do, mate. One <laughs> fucking job. Don't look in the closet. I'm glad I got your attention. Welcome. How are you doing, Daniel? I'm doing uh, pretty well. Patrick, my eldest brother. Uh, it just it was just raining all day here in Sydney. Uh, so ah, no, it was the same same up here at the sunny coast. To be honest, that makes, that makes me feel better. I thought you would be in sunshine and rainbows. No, it's pretty. It's uh... Like pretty pretty fun, but uh, yeah, weather wasn't amazing. But I I kind of like it when it's uh, super rainy. I tell you what, I like it if I'm near the ocean because you just see, you know. Yeah, you see that bleak like old everything. man in the sea sort of. Uh, yeah, you got you got that bit of vibe that makes you feel makes you feel good inside. Excellent. Well, we got our beers sorted, so that's all good. Um, what are you drinking, Daniel? Let's let's see if we can get some sponsors. So, you know, I, I feel like uh, these are the kind of guys who may sponsor it, sponsor you, so why mm. not? Uh, I'm drinking uh, the Grifter Brewing Co. from Marrickville, New South Wales, here mm-hmm. in our lovely Sydney. Uh, I got some of these cans freshly brewed the other week. So I'm drinking Serpent's Kiss, their watermelon pilsner. Ooh, lovely. Which uh, the can design is outrageously cool to start. Um, and then, yeah, generally very tasty beer. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, on my way to... Uh... To this session, actually, I had um, one of my mates down at uh, Black Flag Brewing Company at Sunny Coast uh, fling me uh, or sling me one of these uh, his new ESBs that he came out with uh, only on Friday, so only uh, only a few days ago. Uh, it's an extra no, special fresh, bitter, fresh off the presses, exactly. And he goes, "Patty, you should try this out." And I said, "Mate, I will. And if it's any good, I'll talk about it." And uh, I'm talking about it. It is very, very nice. Does the job. So anyway, we've got beers in hand. And uh, I'll tell you what, I've got a story to tell you. Uh, that's why I'm here. I'm super excited for that. Are you ready to make your, uh, your, your debut? I'm ready to make my debut. We'll call you Danny Day Boo Boo. Mm. Danny Day Boo Boo. That was pretty bad. See, yeah. And that'll make no sense to all the listeners. So Everyone knows what a Danny Boo is. You've, you've successfully isolated them even further. That's how we work. That's how we work. <laughs> all right. So we are going to stick in the realm of Greek mythology for this one. 
Um, do you know oh. anything about the Caledonian boar hunt? Oh, I would not. Well, you're gonna not you're gonna walk away. You're gonna walk away fully abreasted with uh with the the comings and goings of this tale. I feel like you threw me one. You knew I would know nothing about. Um, well, it's it's to be fair, it's one of those uh, those uh, no, it's one of those myths that are kind of obscured by uh by mm-hmm. a few other like big ones. Like anyone who's played like Assassin's Creed, what the Odyssey game, which I haven't, but I know that there you fight the the Caledonian boar in that, and it's just like a massive boar that you know messes you up in the early game. So it's one of those like lesser known, but everyone's in it. Is is this one of the things that Hercules had to kill at some point? You know, no, 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 wasn't part of his uh his twelve trials. Million lion and all that. No, no, and if I don't, I don't believe so. He's he's not even in this one. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. All those Herc fans are going to be hurt. Well, I'm out. So, <laughs> so right. end of podcast. Yep. So this, uh, this, the story of the Caledonian boar hunt is one of those stories that lasted all the way back to the, you know, early, the earliest story or, or epic poem writers like Homer and Hesiod. So we're talking, you know, the eighth and seventh century BCs. So they, they both mention it in their writings, but we don't get a full account of it, like a full written account of it until about the first century by the Roman writer Ovid. And then uh, in the first or second century AD by Apollodorus. So you've got a fairly, it's a fairly long tradition, but it takes a long time for us to actually get a full account of it. So what I've brought to you will be sort of an amalgamation of the Greek and the Roman traditions. So basically throwing together the story that is just like the best of, uh, of both worlds, I guess. According to Pat Little. According to Pat Little. According yeah. to a little history podcast, here is the Caledonian <laughs> boar hunt, bitches. So our, exactly. our story begins in the area of Greece. So we know it's like Achaia in the, in the kingdom of Caledon. Caledon. So Caledon is uh, like we're talking sort of central, central, central Greece, around about that sort of area. Well, actually, it's the northwestern Peloponnese. Uh, so the kingdom, or kingdom of Caledon has enjoyed an especially bountiful harvest this year. So um, you know that's due to the god Dionysus, who's the the god of you know the vine of partying and having a good time and and bits of fertility. He, one of his favourites is the Caledonian king called um, Oenus. Oenius, sorry, Oenius. So Oenius, he's decreed. I don't know if that makes it any better. I know. Either way, I'm butchering like, it. What a weird name. Oenius. Yeah. Oenius. Okay. You don't need to worry about him too much. He's just sort of leading us into it. So Oenius, he's decreed at this this major, majorly awesome harvest that everyone needs to offer thanks to the gods because the gods make all the good stuff happen. They make all the bad stuff happen. In this case, it's a good thing. So let's make a huge sacrifice to all the gods. Now, either by accident or by omission, the goddess Artemis, goddess of the hunt, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't like being spurned in, uh, in our stories. If you've listened to episodes uh, one to four, I have. She's not, uh, you know, not a forgiving goddess. She doesn't take not being sacrificed too lightly. Uh, so for whatever reason this has happened, they've, uh, her, her altar is just uh, bare. And uh, she's, she's not happy at all. Oi, where's my offerings? Like to the point where Artemis, and in, if you talk in the Roman tradition, her name is Diana, she decides to send her wrath on the, on the kingdom of Caledon in the form of a of a gigantic boar just to terrorize the countryside. 
So when we say gigantic, you know. We- we mean it's. Well, I've it's, seen some pretty big boars in like Papua New Guinea and that sort of thing. Yeah, how, yeah. How big? There's some there's some big boopers in New Guinea, that's for sure. Uh, PNG is sporting some pretty good boars. Shout out to PNG. Um, but we're, <laughs> we're talking bigger than your average average ball. Oh, bigger than your average ball. Like and 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 properly big, but it's it's something that can fully knock down trees and forests. Like if it's running through something, you're not going to stop it. And you're going to see where it's gone through all the destruction that's left. Have you seen Princess Mononoke? I haven't. No, it's on my. Uh, uh, it's on no, my list. I was like, they got they got like the boar gods, and like right. I was like, there's some pretty big guys. I was well, wondering I, if it was on that. Scale, I want to but... safely bet that it's going to be in that sort of realm. Like it's okay. Yeah, Netflix keep dangling the carrot for me. They're like, hey, watch Princess Mononoke. I'll tell you what, it, you won't regret it. All right, it's on the uh, it's on the agenda. Well, to give um, I've got a description here from Ovid. Ovidius uh, doesn't it? It basically he he talks about what's what the boar's packing. Like it's a big ass boar anyway, and it's packing stuff. So here it is. So, quote: a dreadful boar. His burning bloodshot eyes seemed coals of living fire, and his rough neck was knotted with stiff muscles and thick set with bristles like sharp spikes. A seething froth dripped in shoulders and his tusks were like the spoils of iron discordant roars reverberated from his hideous jaws and lightning belched forth from his horrid throat scorching the green fields so he's he's got some shit going on there he's, he's one of those like a, he's like a demon ball or something like that like, it, it sounds like he's a fire breathing ball but um which who, sh- who also shoots lightning from his uh yeah. belches, belches lightning belches lightning from his horrid throat mm. What a way to go! So watch out. That's uh, and so that's been that's been cast on the people of Caledon, mainly the people in the fields because Artemis doesn't. It's all about the. This is all harvest theme. So she's like, "Fuck you guys!" and just chucks him into the into the countryside. <laughs> have a have a piece of shit for <laughs> exactly. Have fun with your harvest, there, pricks. So uh, she. Yeah, so they all they all obviously are terrified of this ball and they retreat to the safety of the city. So they behind the walled cities, they're all good. But Caledon is they're worried. Oh, and he's he's worried. I mean, you can't really have a gigantic ball coming around fucking up your territory. It's not gonna go down well. So basically the the point is Caledon needs a hero. And what's better than a single hero? A bloody team of heroes. Team of heroes. Yep, a team. The ragtag bunch of heroes. The ragtag. We can say, uh, well, you could say what the Avengers. You could say the Dirty Dozen. Which it's take your pick, really. It's it's a who's who of um of fighting gigantic boars in ancient Greece. Mystery men. Mystery men. Oh yeah, we'll go mystery men for sure. Because half of these guys, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck they are. I, was <laughs> I, say. I don't hear about them in anything else. You're just like, all right, I guess, uh, and you'll find out because I'll bring them up uh, later on. Um, but the leader of this group, this ragtag bunch of heroes, the mystery men of Greece, is Meliaga. Meliaga. All right. Is that a, that's a man? He's a man. He's a man's man. Mm. So I'll give, you a, a, a little, I'll give you a little bit of backstory about Meliaga, just so we know, uh, get Meliaga. the gist of what's going on. Yeah. So his mother is, uh, is Althea. So she's cousin to the wife of Oenius. So, you know, she's, he's got some royal blood in him. Cousin, cousin to the wife of Oenius. Okay. No, so no, not Al- Al- of the royal Al- Althea blood. is the cousin of Oenius. So I think it's by, by okay, blood. Okay, good. Yeah, sorry. I thought, you, I thought it was her cousin. I was like, wait, this is getting confused. Patrick, get it right. Okay, yeah. All right, cousin to the king. 
Yeah, so he's he's part of the family. He's like a lesser known or lesser status uh, prince, but he's still a prince, and uh, he's yep. he's got some got some backing, got some gravitas. He's uh, he's up there, and it, it just to boost his gravitas a bit more. Malaga's father is the is the god Ares, the god of war. <laughs> so, what's the uh, conception story for her? Is it? It's you know, kind of well, it's actually quite tame. And... It's quite tame. It just says that uh, that Ares lay with Althea and Meliaga was born. So it doesn't say whether or not oh, she put up nice. a fight. I know you didn't come that. didn't come to her in the form of a swan. Like explicitly say rape. Yeah. No, no. Apparently, it's all good. Consensual. Yeah. Apparently, nice. everyone was like, "Good, good job, Ares. Well done." So he doesn't Malaga Meliaga doesn't doesn't hate Ares. Is what we're saying. No, no. He's good. He's good with Ares. Oh, there you go. Nice. I think it's just to, uh, to, you know, you're the son of the god of war. You're going to be pretty, like, pretty warlike. You're going to be pretty fiery. Yeah, you're going like, to like to, to, to throw your javelin and thrust your spear and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but the story goes, uh, when Meliaga was but seven days old, the fates, you know, the fates, the fates, or sometimes fates. known yeah, as the furies. Oh, where the furies in the fates. Oh, we're gonna get you. Uh, they come the to Althea. Yes, oh, no. the oracles uh, in 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 a form. They they come to Althea with a terrible prophecy, and they brought as they sort of you know bust in on Althea in her room, just nursing young Meliaga. They bring her attention to a brazier burning in the corner of the room, just you know keeping the Ooh, room nice and hot. Yeah, nice. Got to tell yep. through the fire. And they're like, oh yeah, look at what, look at us just spinning our fatal threads. Look what's going on. Oh, we're chanting as well. Oh, and guess what? She's like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm tired. She goes, I'm just binding the life of you of of young Meliaga to that of the burning log that's on the brazier. Okay. So basically, pull the log out. Yeah. Yeah. So Althea's like. What and so yeah, they're like, what we mean by this is once this <laughs> log on the brazier burns out, then Meliaga's gonna die. So that's as long as that, that log is in is not burning, Meliaga's good. Oh, it's not but okay, so it's not gonna like burn for you know an a crazy amount of time. No, no. So you know, okay. once so once it's out not like leave it there, don't worry, it'll be like a thirty five year fire. It's oh like no, no. Out. This is like this okay. is a thirty five okay. minute fire. Like okay, once protect that, protect that. Yeah. Log. So once once yeah. a penny drops for Althea, she's like, holy shit, and goes and grabs the grabs the log, chucks some water on it, wraps it up in a uh, in a good blankie, and then hides it away in a nice. little hidey hole that only she knows of. So she's like, I'm of gonna course. look after Meliaga, obviously my own son, seven seven days old. <laughs> Give him a chance. I do I do have a, a willingness to do that. Yeah. And so um so Althea's locked away the the log. Only she knows about it. Nobody else. So Meliaga he grows up just ignorant. Of of that whole like uh, fate log thing that's going on. Yeah, is and there a special name for the log? Are we calling it the fate log? I or just is it, fate you know, log. Fate log. Yeah, I like fate log. Fate log sounds like a weird like por- weird porno name or something. Fate log. I don't I don't know. Fate but log. <laughs> it's sticking, I guess. Um, so he <laughs> goes up, young fate log. He grows up and becomes an exceptional warrior, and he's like you know perfect with javelin and spear. He's hardy. He's brave. You'd hope so. Like. He's got, he's got the gems. He's, he's, the, he's the man's man. He's the man's man's warrior. So Ares is like, good, good. I got a fighting boy. So he's happy. Um, and so he becomes the leader of this group. But it's not just uh, not just the hero alone. He's got a merry band with him. And, uh, you know, each account 
um, from all the writers, give different accounts of who's there. It's basically they're playing to their audiences. So if you're yeah. in you're in Athens, you're going to throw in a couple of like Athenian yeah, heroes as say. well, just yeah. like people from the region or or people that are important at the time in mythology. Yep. Like, you know, people yep. rise and fall in different different stages. Whoever's in vogue actually is the main thing. But you've got you've got a main group within within you've got like the leadership group. <laughs> Within the main, <laughs> within the group, <laughs> those footy, those footy, <laughs> that footy chat. You're gonna have those, gonna have those shared captains just yeah. to make sure everyone comes up. Exactly, keep the group in in tow. Is is he is he the full the full honcho though? He's the skipper. Does he seed his he, power. Like, he's, he's the skipper. skipper. Yeah. He's the man. No one's well, questioning cause, that because he's he's related to the uh, the king of Oenius. So he's yeah. Well, well, I'd hope so. Everyone's like, oh, you've got royal blood in you. You can lead us. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got, uh, you've got Castor and Polyjuices, who, if you remember from episode three, I think it was, uh, they are the, the egg-born twins, the sons of Tyndarius. That's right. The weird egg ones, which yeah. I, I couldn't, I wanted more information on them, to be honest. I want like, uh, you might get some more in a later episode. They, they pop up in a few things, but they're, they're here now. They're ready to go. They're ready to go. Um, you got Theseus, obviously the hero of Athens. You must know Theseus. Yep. So he's, he, he's famous. He fought, he fought the Amazons. <laughs> he fought villains of all sorts. But he's most famous for fighting the Minotaur on the island of yep. Crete. Yeah. So that's him. Yep. So he's done that already. Oh, it's 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 At hard to tell. They don't really uh, they don't really get into it too much in this, this story. Yeah, I, believe this like he, I believe he's already, No, I, I believe he's already he's already achieved the main stuff. So he's sort of he's on the, he's on the scene. Everyone's like, Theseus, he fucks up Minotaurs. Good shit. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. You can come with us. So he probably he may not have done all of his stuff, but he's done enough to really um really okay to uh, join the strive. band. Yeah. So you've also got Jason as well, leader of the, uh, the, of the Argonauts. Yep. Um, yeah, but okay. it's not said whether or not any of his Argonauts follow him. So you've just got Jason by himself. I reckon this is just a bit of a, uh, bit of a, what do you call it? Um, just a drop in. He's like, oh, I'm Jason, guys. Just letting you know. That, oh, this, uh, is, this, this is his side project. It's like, you know, them crooked vultures or something. Possibly, yeah. I like the reference. Yeah. Get the old Josh Homme going. <laughs> Um, yep. So you've got Jason. He's on board. You got Peleus. Now I wanted, I just had to say Peleus because he is the father of Achilles. Okay. Yeah. The father of Brad Pitt himself. So is he born yet? I'm trying you know, I'm, are you giving the story away? Are these people not dying? Well, it doesn't, well, because Achilles is all in, in faith and myth as well. It's all time is interchangeable. Doesn't say yeah. yet, but we do know that Peleus isn't amazing as a papa. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he kind of he sends off Achilles to be trained by a centaur because he's kind of sick of him. He's just like, oh, man, I don't know what I can do with this kid. I'm off adventuring. Uh, Achilles need, needs better than me. Let's go get send him off to a centaur. So that's what's happening on that side. But Peleus, he's with us. He's ready to go. Um, ready you've, to go. Yeah, you've also got the soothsayer Ampieris. Oh, I'm a soothsayer. So it's soothsayer, obviously, yeah. being someone who can you know read entrails it's and tell like the future and all that. Witch. Oh no! Okay, of course. Kind yeah. of like a yeah, because someone who can. No, I didn't know if it was like a sorceress in in battle. It's uh, more like uh, an advisor. It's, it's more. It's more like I saw an eagle fly over. This means a good omen. This means this will happen. It's like that sort of shit. Yeah, really trying to get their position solid in there, being like yeah. anything. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That bird shot on your left shoulder. Yeah, this means Success that you should there. give me a raise. 
like that sort of yeah <laughs> that sort of thing um so you got meliagers two uncles as well the brothers of althea just a little bit of extra royal blood in there for you if you need it so you got uh plexippus and toxeos <laughs> sorry plexippus plexippus oh, i'm picturing a giant cat man yeah, so. some good names plexippus yep that's good that's a then that's that's the how many is that? Is that a, that's not a dirty dozen. What do we got? That's not a that's dirty 10? dozen. We got one, two, three, four, five, and seven. We've got eight, nine with Meliaga. Bringing up number 10 is actually the reason why I chose to do this episode. Hopefully, he's called da- Daniel Lenta. Or what something. makes you think it's a he? Have you, have you picked someone with my name? Well, no, no, no. What makes you think this hero is a he? Oh, because. I thought I thought the first ep- the first four episodes, the women have not really had a good run, in uh, in in doing much. I mean, Clytemnestra, she had a pretty she she had some fun. She got she got some come up. Oh, she had a flash in the pan. Yeah, she did. Like, she did. But yeah, here's one in the one in the fire. This one, she's she's got her name is Atalanta, and Atalanta is possibly, I, I very strongly suggest, she's the most badass woman in Greek mythology. Hands down. Hands down. Hands down. So yeah. she's a virgin, virgin huntress from the groves of Mount Lycaeus, which I'm not 100% sure. It doesn't really matter. It's in Arcadia. I mean, different accounts say she's from different areas, but uh, she's an all, all an expert huntress, as I said, and, but just an all-round boss. She's somehow related to Artemis. Well, I can actually address that because I'm doing an Atalanta's badass checklist. <laughs> I just want to talk about it. She's got the shit. So, virgin, number one. <laughs> well, she's down there. She's down there. So you've got uh, the many different stories of her, of her parentage, but one of them being that she's the daughter of an Achaean king who was you know, a, okay. little bit, a little bit annoyed because she was a she and not a, not a male heir. And he dropped her in the wilderness uh, as a baby for the wolves to get at. Ah, I just love to expose her like the Spartans. Yep, yep. I'll cool. just get rid of her more than anything. He, was, he wasn't trying to test her. He was like, oh, fuck this kid. Can't I get a dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She comes back. It's like, oh, you passed. Mm. It's like, fuck you, dad. <laughs> so then you've got getting over or getting fucked over by your king dad and left in the wilderness. That's a tick for me. So tick one is there. Um, she was then <laughs> afterwards found by a group of bears in the wilderness. So as a baby, the bears find her. <laughs> And instead of doing bear stuff to her, like, you know, uh, mauling her. <laughs> bear stuff. Trying, trying various temperatures of porridge and yeah. bedding. They decide to raise her as one of the group. So she gets okay. raised by bears and learns bear stuff. That's a fucking another tick right there. Seems like a very, yeah, like a Romulus and Remus well, side, yeah, you know, raised by wolves kind of thing. But her bear days are numbered because a group of hunters they come across her, and they go, "Oh shit, we better bring you, we better bring you back to you know, civilization and all that." But we're going to teach you all of our hunter skills as well. So she lives with them for for a time, and then returns to society. Did they kill the bears? No, it's not. It's not said. But I, I have a feeling they had like a bit of a a bit of a parting, like smile and a nod, like a we understand each other sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah I'm, that's yeah. how I'm seeing it. And so you've got. You've got the fact that she learns how to hunt like a bear and also learns how to hunt like a human and then comes back <laughs> to society. That's a fucking another tick. She's got a, she's a, got a hybrid bear hunt. She's got, she knows how to hunt. <laughs> she's got shit down. 
<laughs> but then once she comes back to society, she becomes a favorite of the goddess Artemis, the goddess of there the hunt. Exactly. Now go. this is most likely because she knows how to bear slash human hunt, knows all those skills and all that. <laughs> but she's also a virgin, as I said before, which is what the goddess is. She's a virgin mm-hmm. as well. So she's like, oh, I like to cut your jib. You're part of my crew. And so she, boom. She's the favorite of the goddess Artemis, and that's a fucking another tick. Like she's she's awesome. She's got this <laughs> There's shit. nothing wrong with being frigid. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this case, it is. I mean, every single dude in these stories just wants to bang her because she's crazy hot. All the accounts is like she's like super and, hot as well. And and she has bare sex moves. So, no, not doesn't say bare sex moves because she's a virgin. No, that's what I mean. But they, you just know she would. She would have seen some shit. Yeah, she saw how bears do it. That's probably why she's still a virgin. Everyone's like, yeah, I don't want the bear stuff. Yeah. So you got to rip home. the skin off my back. Now, one of the fun facts is uh, one of the accounts of the of Jason on going on the voyage on the Argo has her coming along on there as well and being part of the uh, superstition, also part of the adventures and all that. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. So this is how they met. No, no. Oh, well, could be. But then a lot of uh, some of the other accounts have her being left behind because the sailors are all superstitious about having a woman on board. Or having women on boats. Yeah. So you're just like, fucking hell. Like, as if you wouldn't have some bare, bare yeah. human huntress on there with you. Like, to make anything better. Yeah, if the, bitch, if, the, if the bitch can hit a bloody thing between the eyes 200 meters, yeah, let that happen. Yeah. So that's, that's our basically party. a bear. Yeah, she's basically a bear mm-hmm. woman who's super hot and just awesome at everything and a favorite of the gods. So, or Artemis, anyway. Sounds like you got a bit of a crush, Pat. Well, a hero crush. Oh, I've got a hero crush. Plus, it's so oh, okay. rare. It's so rare to okay. find, a, find a woman who can actually stand up for herself properly in these stories. I mean, the writers were not fair. They were not kind to women in terms no, of... No, yeah. I, they, they, threw, they threw her a bit more story. Yeah, yeah. But the way they... Ma- their guilt for what they've done. The way they threw all that is because they're like, oh, look, she's a huntress. She's all badass at war. Like, she's been in the wilderness. This is totally different from what a regular woman should be. So that's okay. But this is not, give, <laughs> not giving, not giving uh, you know, regular yeah, women... Yeah, this isn't, this isn't every time. Yeah, this is just yeah, for now. Yeah, this is the exception. So watch out, ladies. You better make sure to stay in the kitchen. You're just like, fucking hell, these <laughs> fucking writers. The writers were all men. Uh, the patriarchy. Anyway. So, uh, there's, as I said before, there's a lot of other members. I, f- I feel like you may not have many woman, women listeners, like female listeners. Oh, it's growing now. If it's not growing <laughs> now, then, you know, no one likes Atlanta. They can, well, whatever, you know. We're trying to help. We're trying to help this, curb it. This will help. Yeah, no, you're doing good. You're doing good to round it Trying out. to help curb it all. So, that's good. Uh, so, there's, as I said before, there's a lot of other members of this, this crew. But to be honest, they kind of only show up when, they're, when they die. Or when they when they fuck up at something, so I'll just kind of mention them as they go, if they as show they up, and if, I, if I need to, you'll, yeah, yeah, you'll so, introduce and delete them. Exactly. So the uh, so the party comes together. Uh, Meliaga, as soon as he sees Atlanta, he immediately falls in love with her. Like boom, drops it, and he's he's a you know he starts telling her stuff. He starts making weird proclamations like happy is the man who gets to win her and you're like oh mate that's a bit on the nose uh, like what yeah. a deck um and everyone's like you're right oh Melia, just um pack it in <laughs> can you just fucking point us the right direction exactly he's got a job to do they've got a job to do and he decides to kind of just leave it there it's just there's this weird one like one-off proclamation about how weird how she's a possession <laughs> and then they're like okay let's go get this ball and she's like fuck you mate this is fucking bullshit <laughs> 
Yeah, lead the way, dickhead. Yep. Oh, so anyway, so they're fixed up. They're ready to go and get this ball. And I'll tell you what, this is, uh, as, as, this is as good a time as any because we don't know if Meliega will, you know, and the gang are going to prevail in this. But we'll find out just after this quick ad break. We've gotten to the point, the whole gang's gotten together, Daniel, and they are ready to go and get this ball, all right? So mm-hmm. they decide to follow the trail of destruction, and it's massive because the ball's massive. He's been knocking down trees, gashing trunks. You know, the farmland's churned to shit. All the animals have fled from it. So they're like, okay, let's follow the trail of devastation, and we might find this ball. I, I do have one question. Yeah, yeah. Has there been a reward offered, or is this all for glory? It's all for glory. I mean... It's not, it's not in the, in the, the main accounts that I've read, it doesn't necessarily say that Meliaga can be, you know, marry a princess, become a king, but usually that's what happens in the end. But most of all, yep. it's for glory. Everyone's like, fuck yeah, we want to know about the guys that killed the Caledonian boar. You know, free beers at the pub. Someone's throwing you schnitty every now and again. There's got to be good stuff like that. It gets a new rebox. Yeah, no, that's know. fine. Like stuff would be coming your way. With a yeah. boar insignia on it, yeah. Exactly. Everyone's like, right, no, you're the okay. one. Yeah, all the one who nicked that big ball. So it's gonna be big. If uh, anything, so, their intentions are pure, so I like it. Yeah, yeah, they're good to go. Um, so you've got for seven days they track the ball and they only rest for like a short time, sleeping on rough ground and rocks and all that. So think like uh when Aragon, Legolas, and Gimli do that big chase after the Orokai in the Two Towers movie. It's kind of just like that. Like mm-hmm. they just do this huge just marathon going, to, yeah. to chase him up there. So um I have a little last- cold camp every night and keep going. Yep, exactly. So as um at last they're able to corner the the boar in a, in a thicket, like a thick area and all that. They set up all the nets and ropes which were traditionally used to, you know, hunt boars and all that. So just a way to kind of block off the area so it can't really escape trying to get it to be where you want it to be. And um I forgot to mention earlier with the group they've actually they bought up a whole pack of hunting dogs because that's what you do. You got the poochies on board. <laughs> Please tell me the dogs are related to gods somehow. No, they're just regular old hunting dogs. Uh, yeah, and it's probably it's it's it would have worked well for them if they were related to gods. It might have helped them because the boar just goes ape shit when he sees the group, <laughs> and just in one like yeah. ferocious swipe of its horn of its tusks just fucks up like most of the dogs. <laughs> like, straight okay, off. So, the so he doesn't eat the dogs at least. No, no, he's just taken <laughs> off the board pretty much. There's a couple yeah, that, nice, a couple cool, that scu- yeah cool. a couple that scurry away. Jeez, Pat, you're definitely you're definitely cutting down your audience. You killed the dogs. That's the number one rule. Oh, when they came up, I was like doggies, and I was like, oh, doggies. That's bad. Like, yeah, you couldn't lift it out. Oh. It's fine. Um, ah, so it does get worse though. Um, so in this time as well, so it's not just the doggies. Uh, several forgettable heroes they get gored to death by the boar's tusks in the initial frenzy. So you know it's huge it's a huge boom here it is and everyone's freaking out everyone's throwing their spears and javelins and a bloke by the name of ekion was the first one to really like be of, be of the group to throw his spear and he misses the ball woefully and hits a maple tree so watch out good start good start everyone else is throwing <laughs> their spears and all that jason's like no worries boys i've got this and he throws his his uh his spear 
And it's just like, he's got too much sauce on it, too much heat on his arm. And he just like overshoots that ball, something chronic and just like misses that as well. So everyone's like, fucking Jason. Like, come on, mate. What's going on? Uh, and then um, the son of Amphix, he makes a prayer to Apollo as he's throwing his spear. He must be like a favorite of him or at least he says something. He says like, oh, Apollo, I, I, I truly worship you. Hear my prayer. Make sure that my... My, my spear aim is true and I, and I get this boar and I'll, I'll do good stuff for you. So he tosses the spear. And at that point, you know, spears is guiding. Apollo comes in. He's like, mm, grabs the spear and kind of guides it <laughs> straight onto its target. And he's like, oh yeah, we're going to get this boar. And then boom, Artemis. Oh, what's up, bitches? She comes straight in and appears out of nowhere and blocks the shaft. And she's like, fuck Ooh. off. It's my boar, motherfucker. She's She's uh, yeah. She's not going. Paul's not going down that easy. Not with Artemis on the scene. Isn't this what gods aren't meant to do? <laughs> They're not meant to physically intervene. No, but they, you've 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 read the oh, uh, you read the you read the Iliad. They they do all that shit. Yeah, they come on a fight on the yeah. battlefields and all that. They love messing yeah, around with humans. It. And it's like, yeah, not not just yet. Not just yet. Let's let some some more stuff happen. So you does know, the, she stop it or redirect it back at them? Oh, she just knocks it away. She doesn't okay, redirect okay. it. Okay, so she's not, she's not fucking killing them in a second. Like. It's more it's more protecting the boar than uh, than smiting them at this point. Okay. Yeah. So All the right. shaft misses Fair the ball, and this just triggers it even more. It just goes ham again, and just goes off and kills some of the unnameables or un- unrememberables. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they're called Upalamon, uh, Pelagon, and Hippocoon. <laughs> they're, they're all gone. Boom. <laughs> Oh, Hippocoon. Yeah, <laughs> I finally just met you. Hippocoon. Um, so you've got uh, a fellow by the name of Nestor. Now, he would famously fight in the Trojan War. So it kind of lets you know a little bit about the, the timeline that we're in. Because this is before the Trojan War, because he goes on to fight the Trojan War. Uh, and he's, he's been lined up in the boar's sights. Boar's charging him down. Everyone's like, oh, shit, Nestor's going to go. But Nestor being the wily dude that he is, he uses his spear to kind of pole vault over the boar. And he lands safely in the trees overhanging branches above. Okay. So he sort of goes, sweet, good move. He doesn't do anything else for the rest of the time. He's just yeah, sort of... he just stays up there and goes, fuck, that was hectic. Yeah, he kind of sits up there and goes, yeah, you guys can do it. Like you guys will be right. That's a huge bull. And it was like nasty, you fuck. <laughs> but anyway, and then you know, at at this at this time, the egg twins, Castor and Polyjuices, they're on horse now, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, let's mount a charge on this shithead." So they're like, "All right, they're they're bearing down their lances on this bull," and the bull's like, "Nah, mate, I'll be I'll be fine on this one." And so he retreats into like uh, you know the thick, really thick part of thicket. So the horse is like, "Nah, mate." Nah, a thick part of thicket. <laughs> so like something horses it's, cannot it's go to. Yeah, and they're like, nah, but mate. the boar can. The boar is massive. Boar's scurrying. He can do what he wants to do. He's he's that, that's where he lives. He li- he lives in thickets and all that. Or horses, they're more on the uh, on the open ground and all that. Open plains. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Boar's got thick. Yeah. He's got thick fur. You know. Um, he does have thick hide. Yeah. yeah. He's 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 yeah. good with that. Horses would be like, ow, it pricked me. Like, they're not. They would. They don't like that shit. Yep. Oh, and so okay. all right. And so the horses they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're good. And so the, the egg twins fail. Uh Telemon, he he jumps up, he's like, I got this guys, and launches himself into the thicket in hot pursuit. But unfortunately he trips on a tangled root and kind of knocks himself out. <laughs> 
Does he die? We, we don't know. I'm assuming he's it's just, just kind of... out. It's just out of the story from that point on. It's bah, 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 bah. Oh, I've got this. It's just bad. And so nice. that's what a lot, yeah. Basically, what a hero. basically the theme is a lot of dudes are trying to make an impact at the moment and nothing's really happening that's positive for the group. So enter Atalanta. So in the confusion of all this, Atalanta's seen an opening and with her mighty bow, she manages to place an arrow in the boar's neck, like right below the ear, like a good, good sweet spot. And then, you know, starts ish, like spewing all this blood and all that. And the boar's like, ah, fuck, you got me in the neck, bitch. Um, he's not happy at all. So who also isn't happy is a fellow by the, by the name of Ancaeus. Now, Ancaeus he's once he's seen the blood he starts talking shit about women in general but also like mainly about atalanta and he's like dude look at what a, look that's a good good shot i think i guess for a woman but let's see what a man can do now Ha-ha! artemis oh, yeah gosh. artemis can protect the ball all she wants but mate i'm gonna i'm still gonna get past it because i'm a man Woo! and so naturally such a massive boast is like immediately shunted by the universe and he quickly gets caught in the boar's tusks and the boar just um as as he's about to bring down his axe so they've they've made it so close that he's about to kill it and then the boar rips through his his groin with his tusks and kills him oh the worst possible way yeah that'll that'll do it yeah see like i bet like next time man chaos don't be talking shit mate um yeah so jason he's not he's not undone he's jason Jason, he steps up and he's like, no worries. That first one was a warm-up. I've got this. And so he throws another one of his thunder javelins. Unfortunately, he misses. But then he's just like, yep, yep, no worries. I'll have a crack again. And he misses again. And this time he hits one of the hunting dogs that survived. Oh, no. I thought they'd scurried away. You're like, no, doggy. Everyone's like, Jason, maybe sit the next one out, mate. Like this is uh it's not your day champ. Yeah, to just take the bench. <laughs> mm. So yeah. So that's happened. Um so who we haven't talked about at all during this time is is good old Fate Log himself, Meliaga. Things are looking pretty dire. He steps up to the plate and he goes, No worries, guys, I got this. Uh his first spear <laughs> misses. But is this an entire show of I've got this? Pretty much. Hashtag I've got this. Hashtag, I've got this. Yeah, so he misses the ball with his first spear, but the good thing is he doesn't Does hit he any dogs. Kill another dog? No, no dogs. Okay, that's good. That's good. No dogs. Might, that may, maybe because there's no dogs alive, or he's just missing. <laughs> Either way, that's this so one, fair. this one didn't kill a dog, so yay. Um, the second spear, though, however, uh, strikes home and it strikes the ball in the back. Okay. And uh, gets stuck in there real good. And the ball was like, "What's up?" Uh, what are you trying to do? Um, and me- before he actually, the boar can you know, mount a charge on him, Meliaga rushes up super quick and plunges the spear super deep into him. <laughs> and, you know, basically kills him, silences the terror, which has plagued the land. So Meliaga wins. Oh, that's a son of Ares for you. Son of Ares does the job. So what's, what's, the, what's the count left in the group? How many died all up? Well, there's a dude sitting in a tree. There's one who got his groin ripped open. There's a bunch of other guys Um, who I didn't even mention because they're just just red shirts. We are cast to die. Red shirts came in in and came out. And then you've you've got, um, who was it that I said? uh, I've got to remember the name. Help me. Um, Was it Telemon? 
Tell him on. He, he he knocked himself out in the in the bushes. That's that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. that would be great. So you've got it. You've got enough enough of a body count to be like, oh, that was a pretty fucked up ball. Yeah, good thing we we got rid of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we're looking pretty good with that one. So the ball is dead. Meliaga, he's standing with his, his his foot up there on the ball's skull, just like, like, I've got this. I actually do got this. He's got it. And everyone, so everyone gathers around him, all the survivors anyway, and they give a big cheer in celebration. Everything's all well. Now, Meliaga, he decides, because I, I want to say it's because of, you know, respect for Atalanta and her skills and all that, but it's also because he's in love with her. He decides to give the or award, <laughs> yeah, award the pelt of the ball yeah. um, to Ad- Atalanta for, uh, because she drew first blood. He goes, I, I give this right of the, of the pelt to you. You drew first blood. I get the tusks, though, because I killed it. And, you know, yeah. you'd think, you'd think that's bit, that'd be all good. You'd be like, yeah, she's the one that kind of you got the ball rolling and set it up, Meliaga, knock it down. They share the spoils. So what, she makes like a tent out of the ball because it's a massive pelt? Or... More like, yeah, more like either a tent. You can make a big carpet. Some nice uh, linen. Yeah, not, oh, you wouldn't really sit on it though. It's really like thick, bristly yeah. fur and all that. And put, put like a, put a, a rug there for your enemies. Yeah, just lie on that, mate. She's got that. It's, it's mainly just a big like, hey, look what I killed. And everyone's like, holy shit, that's big. Um, so you'd think that that should have ended there, but the party starts mumbling about, you know, uh, Meliaga giving away the, the, the pelt to Atalanta and they're like, Oh, what's the, what's this woman getting all this? She shouldn't get the spoils. And the largest or the loudest voices in this one are Meliaga's uncles. Uh, now they come forward and they said to Meliaga, mate, stop thinking with your cock. And why the hell did you give Atalanta the... <laughs> the pelt this is bullshit um you know <laughs> oh because well yeah a woman can't have anything exactly can't be, yeah uh, so so they're not happy yeah. at all uh and atlanta she didn't have a chance to retort you you would have thought she would have said something real badass or something or just like killed him um because you know meliaga he he goes he, he gets some overreaction traction and he just goes nuts <laughs> Brings out that god, that son of a god yeah. power. Ovid has it and in a really good way. He's like, what? Ho, you spoilers of this honor that is ours. Brave deeds are different from craven threats. And he's like, fuck off. And he just goes and just slays them. <laughs> <laughs> Kills both of his uncles right there. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Okay, man. Oh, fuck. fuck. All right. Yeah, Atlanta. She gets what, it. What do you call uncle aside? That's not registered. It's not patricide, is not it? Patric- or- nah, uh, no, because patricide's killing your father. It's a that, word. That's father, it. but like... It's a vulgar aside. Yeah. Killing of an uncle. There's, there's, there's a word for it. Hit us up in the comments, people, if you know the word for killing your uncle. <laughs> That's what we. That's what we need. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's it's still like. And killing. has anyone done it? Oh, loads of people. Oh yeah, because he'd be a prince. Oh, here you go. Yeah. Uh, oh fuck. Avun avunculicide. 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 There you go. All right. Avunculicide. Cool. Just butchered cool. the uh, yeah. the pronunciation, both of us, but. It- It'll, it'll come through, yep. I'm sure. It's a von side. Yeah, so where are we? Yep, so he's killed um, the uncles. They're all dead. Everyone's like, fuck, mate. Uh, so shoot back to Caledon, and you've got Althea, or Althea, so uh, Meliaga's mum. Yep. She's being a good mum, 
and she's uh she's once she hears she's keeping that log safe. She's keeping the log safe, and she's heard that the boar's been uh, been killed, been dealt with, like a lot of people in the city. And she rushes to the temples to make offerings to the gods. Thanks for you know, uh, not only how you know, have they heard, honestly. Because words, word, word spreads. They send runners from the group to be like, the boar is dead. And like, everyone's like, yay. Well, the heroes, okay. you know, they cut up the boar and, and take the tusks and all that. Probably get, you probably have a couple pre, of years. Pre or back. post uncle killing? Uh, it's post. Oh. Post. So has that Has that gotten there? Well, there's a lot of dead people there. So there's a bit of confusion and all that, but they, people know okay, okay. that people are dead. Althea doesn't know that her, um, Uncles are, oh, her brothers are dead. Yeah, though. this is all her brothers. Yeah, but she finds she deal. finds out pretty soon because when she comes out of the temple, <laughs> she sees the two the two bodies of her brothers being brought back in a in a procession. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, it's my brothers!" So she's overcome with grief, and um, yep. you know, she's pretty sad. Overcome with grief, you'll be sad with that. Um, <laughs> but when she's it's informed, but when she's informed that it was Meliaga who did it her heart immediately Ooh. just thirsts for revenge against her son. Ooh. Mother's love, right? Against her son. Yeah, mother's love. Wow. I'm surprised she cares so much about her brothers. She flicked that switch. Like, yeah. Real quick. Jesus. Oh, I'm just a better sister than a mum, I guess. Applaud Plexipus and uh, like, Top <laughs> Like, <laughs> Care that much about those two dudes? Come on. Because if I ever if Plexipus is a strong man, I'm like, Come on. <laughs> obviously a craven glory hog. What was he? What was he called in Ovid? Oh, Ovidius. Um, no, he's someone who makes craven threats. That's it. Yes. Okay. Craven threats. Sorry. Because Meliaga's like brave deeds are different, are far different from craven threats. So yeah, Meliaga's like put your money where your mouth is, do some shit. You feel like uh, Plexipus was standing behind Toxeus, being like, "Yeah, give it, give it back." Yeah, I don't think you should have it. <laughs> what about our pal? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What about our rights as men? <laughs> like, he would have he'd definitely been a bit of a weak, weak-bodied fellow. I'm old. Yeah. But anyway, you know, who's to, who's to weigh up uh, the love of brothers to the love of your own son? Uh, Althea, she, she quickly remembers. Well, Althea is. She's, she's made that decision. She remembers the fate log. Oh, no. Like you'd forget something like that. How do you forget oh. that your son's life is tied to a log? But she's like, I remember that I've got this magic log. Well, that's not good. <laughs> Does he? Okay. Does he know about this log ever? Probably not, right? Meliaga has no idea. Yeah, no shit. idea. That's not good. So, yeah. So she's, but she's also, she's, she's, um, she's grieving. She's distraught. Um, and she's not mm-hmm. thinking straight, but she's thinking straight enough to be able to prepare a fire. And she's standing the over these flames. She's like, you know, four times or so she tries to chuck the log in and, you know, chickens okay. out. Okay, there's a bit of contention. That's nice. She's not bloody soulless. A bit of contention. Doesn't yeah. win out though, because she, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and she casts the log onto the fire, <laughs> condemning the life of her son. Uh, no. But because yep. it's a log, it takes a little while to burn. So, Does he burn? You know what I mean. Well, we'll like, is that. it like a like a voodoo? Doll we'll get, we'll get to that. It's it's it, it's more so on a life force than a physical okay. pain or the okay. physical representation. So yeah, um, the energy okay. that gives out from burning a log, it's the energy of the of of the man. But okay. it's different in every account. 
But what we find out, Meliaga, he's some distance away. It doesn't quite say, but they're all celebrating. You want to say he's at like, you know, one of the pubs or something like that. He's in, definitely in at a brothel. Having a feast. He is at a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got that tusk and is, he's having, you know, strippers and whores. Touching. Well, he's got to be on guard, remember, because he's, uh, no, he's got a thing for Atalanta. So he can't be uh, messing around if he wants to try to try to have it on with her or something like that. But they're all partying. Oh, well, this, this is an all male venue. I'm assuming. Oh no, she's got to be there. You let her in. She's got to be. It's like the whole, the whole, the whole party, the whole party rock up for a party. Like the hunting party is like, yeah, the the soups. They're in the VIP room of the tavern. So they're all, they're all doing that. Um, And then he's still obviously ignorant to the fate log situation. Um, And he's having a great night, and he starts feeling a deep burn in his in his stomach. And as the fate log burns down, so did Meliaga. Uh, he drastically ages and like visibly wasting away in front of his friends. Ooh. So I immediately thought like the guy who drinks the wrong grail in Indiana Jones yeah. in the, uh, search for Holy Grail. He chose poorly. Poorly. Definitely. I, he definitely I immediately that. thought that. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh shit. Well, I think, I still think, I know Matt's references a lot, but Hercules, when Hades takes the bloody the age and strength out of Hercules and he goes all decrepit and old. That's what I'd picture. Oh, you mean in the cartoon? Yeah. Oh, it's been a long time for me. I do know uh, it though. Pfft. James Woods, best Hades ever. Yeah, oh, amazing amazing Hades. Probably the best Hades. <laughs> um, but it, it, that wasn't tied to a log or anything, was it? It was just Hades. Uh, like, no, hey, he just, he just took like, his He's like, I made a deal. But, but that's what I pictured. Well, I'm sorry, is drinking a holy grail that's wrong tied to a log? You jerk. <laughs> anyway, we, we, well, we both have valuable analogies. <laughs> we don't know what that grail was made of. It looked like gold. It could have been wooden with a bit of gold spray on it. Nah, it was gold, definitely. Because the thing is, he had to pick the right grail, which was a wooden one, a poor one, for the son of God. That was the whole thing. You know, the cup right? of the carpenter. It wasn't an ostentatious fellow. <laughs> anyway, life force draining away, burning log, mega store. What's going on? Yep. Malaga's dead. Furies have had their due. They're laughing in the background. Oh, what? He died? He's gone. Well, you, you burn away like the log does. I was waiting for some sort of intervention. Nah, there's no intervention on this one, mate. Of, a, of his dad? Like, you know? Nah, Mary doesn't give a shit. He's like, great, my son fought. Good stuff. <laughs> okay. Mary's is oh. the absentee father in this story. He does nothing. Oh, well, I don't know. At least he didn't... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. sure. Yeah. So anyway, you know, the hero of the party, he's dead. Or well, he aged drastically and then died. And so then everyone's died. like, oh, shit. Yeah. So I guess the party's over or, or what? Like maybe like grab a couple of bottles of vodka from the, from behind the bar and go. Uh, drink, from, drink from his skull. Yeah. Hollow it out and have a, have a sesh. Um, so Caledon, they're distraught at the sudden passing of Meliaga. Uh, and they hold like, you know, big funeral games. And they're, they're really worried about him. Oh, please tell me they slighted Artemis again. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> they make offerings and then again be like, none for you, Artemis. They go, we know who's not getting an offering this time. You know, Artemis is like, oh, damn. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> um, have you not learned your lesson? I uh, know. So in terms of uh, Caledon, no one's more grieved than Althea. Now she's come to regret the decision of killing her son pretty okay. much immediately after the log's done. I know. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. Yep. So yeah. uh, she, in her grief, takes her own life. So she's dead. Of course. Well, 
but we well, saw that coming. It's funny that you mentioned Artemis before as well, though, because she's not done in this story. Just as a little bit of a fuck you at the end of it. Um, some of Malaga's sisters, um, now she's, he's got a few sisters, but some of them don't really matter and don't really get named. Uh, so there's no re- reason to really name them here. But uh, Artemis decides to change. I Ouch, know. Pat. All women matter. No, in this story, they, this, these two don't. They've done nothing in this, in this story in terms of like being untoward. There's been, they're going out and living their lives and Artemis comes and turns them into guinea hens. Just poof, turns them into that so they can mourn their brother. And you're like, you're like, what did they do? What? A what? A guinea hen. It's a guinea hen. Guinea hen. Yeah, it's like a tiny, like think like a like a like a like a, a miniature hen. I want to say. I I gotta look it up. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, I haven't actually. I didn't. I didn't actually look guinea up the guinea hen. hen or a guinea fowl, like a guinea fowl. Ah, uh, well, it just said guinea hen. Oh, you know what? Guinea hen are those things at the start of bloody the Lion King that run under the elephants. Sure. They're, that's what they look like. Sure. Yeah. I will take yeah. I will take your word for that. They're those weird looking birds. Okay, so that's the, that's how you mourn. That's as a guinea. Yeah, hen. Well, that's okay. what, how they get to mourn for having no part in the story, no part in the slight yeah. of Artemis that we have so no idea. Just, yeah, cool. And it was probably the reason they try to distance themselves. They're like, I don't want to be in all this craziness. I'm just gonna go marry a merchant <laughs> and live a happy life, and then you get fucking turned into a bird. For no reason. Exactly. You're like, you guys have a lot of stuff going on there. I'm just going to, you know, just going to practice my textiles or something. <laughs> the pew, gone. <laughs> Let me just add to it. So that's the story. That's how it ends. You're like, great. Hero's dead. His mum's dead. Uh, his sisters are guinea, guinea hens. I'll turn these bitches into birds. Although the cool thing is uh, Atlanta, she survives. She uh she she goes on and has her own little quest as well. There's like a um well boss ass bear hunter tracker lady should yeah she ain't going down. There's like stories about her being like being uh, swindled in like a marriage proposal or something. But Ooh. there's it's not really it's kind of either that or like they were secretly were in love and they were trying to trick uh trick custom trick tradition and get married for love so you're like hey i want to say it's 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 okay uh although i I wouldn't mind her being you know double crossed in a wedding sitch and just watch her fury because she sounds like a boss like that would be a good outcome i tell you what this this would be the way for the the ancient writers to actually stitch her up like that as well like have her just cheated and like oh now you've got now you get to perform (laughs) the role of a traditional wife she's like fucking girl i was so close so Uh, but yeah, that's 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 it. How, how do you feel? Mm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I feel for the dude who uh, knocked himself out by tripping. Telemon. And I love the I love the guy that pole vaulted. Well, that's the best. He tried to be heroic. He went forwards, and then just <laughs> poof, he's he's out. You know what I mean? Like it's let's see you at the, the <laughs> exactly. rap party. Like he. He's probably telling that story, trying to be like, oh, and I got knocked out by the beast. And it's like, mm. yeah, the beast fury took my center of gravity away from me or something. You're like, I don't know what happened. But. Yeah, he breathed. <laughs> and then the other guy pole vaulting into the tree. Um, what a great. Yeah, Nestor. He was, he's, he's a good dude. Agile. In terms of uh, player rankings, uh, Jason, not, not, not so flash. Not his best outing. <laughs> like, I feel like he better have done his namesake essentially after this fact because he hasn't proven himself to me is what i'm saying i didn't see a lot of people i I see that boat being quite empty when he sails away (laughs) looking for that fleece 
Yeah, he's not inspiring people with this story, but I love that he just overcooked it and it like just kept going. I hate how he killed a dog. He missed and then killed a dog. You're like, fuck off, Jason. He killed a dog. <laughs> like the worst he's outcome. A, they had, they had the worst of it. Then you horrible person. At least out here. Oh fuck! She fucking burned him. What a dick. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's 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 what we're getting into. Caledonian hunt. See, see, for me, because we live in Australia. I just thought instantly New Caledonia. And oh, I was right. like, really? Well, I was interested that they, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I want to get I want to get into some yeah. uh, Pacific Islands and, you know, um, Southeast Asian. Oh, their myths are very interesting. Oh, especially Southeast Asia. Some of those are just yeah. insane. Yeah, no, it should be, should be cool. Um, and then just like 100 century wars between the gods. You're like, cool. Uh, yeah, I've got some. I, I've got a few things going. So I've got I've got eyes to go there. But if any of the listeners have any uh, any suggestions, any any episodes that you'd like, or or not any stories that you'd like uh, us to retell, just shoot it through to us, and uh, hey, we'll see what we can do about it. If you want to hear more about the uncle that got uh, killed, oh, man, I forgot his name. Oh, Plexipus. Plexipus. If you want the Plexipus Chronicles, Plexipus. We're gonna do a side podcast. We're It'll be a twenty part series. <laughs> get some stuff for Plexipus <laughs> to do. <laughs> I'll snivel in in the corner. He was a great financial manager <laughs> of his estate um, and he saw great wheat yields. They were outstanding. I reckon his, I reckon his harvest was pretty shit as well. Like, I think it was just, just a pretty shit year. <laughs> it was always spiteful. Hey, look, I have daffodils. It's like, what? Fucking meant to be growing crop. But it's a barley, mate. What is this? <laughs> I can't make food out of this. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. We uh, we could have the old uh, Chronicles of Plexipus. Yeah, good um, old Plexipus. <laughs> they could come on. But uh, yeah, don't forget to uh, to rate the episode or any of the other episodes uh, that you like. Also, leave a comment if you can. They really help out. I mean, more than I ever thought uh, when I was when I listened to any podcast. But they they definitely help. Yeah, it's crazy how much they they help rank and keep you up there. And then you can also subscribe, which gives you that extra bit. Um, it's great. All that stuff, yeah. exactly. All the good things. But yeah, that's that's enough for uh, for this week. Uh, we leave Caledon and um, and all the peeps, all the peeps there. Well, thank you, uh, thank you, Daniel, for joining. That's all right. Thank you for having me. It was great to uh, great to get you on eventually. <laughs> yeah, I uh, don't worry. I felt slighted <laughs> for every episode I wasn't on. So. Oh, we put you in the naughty corner for a little bit, but that's all good. We've got you back, and uh, we'll be ready to go for more. But yeah, until until next time, uh, we'll catch you all later. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to A Little History. Uh, we're an independent podcast, so it would truly be wonderful if you could uh, like or follow us wherever you're hearing A Little History today. Uh, and feel free to leave a comment below as well. Now, if you want to get in touch, uh, have any suggestions for future episodes, or you just want to send in your love, send it to a littlehistorypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under A Little History Podcast. All right, we'll see you next time.